two cases, 2004 and 1979. Women who went missing or were murdered still have yet to be solved. These are the stories of Molly Dutillo, Susan Ovington, and Yvonne Bender. Hello, hello, this is Kelly from Kelly's Coffee and Crime Chat. Oh, we are at episode 81, and this is going to be early access for Patreon and um, Spotify Premium subscribers, and it will be on the podcast probably Friday. I usually do a two or three day um, early access <clears throat> So I'll probably drop this on Friday. That'll give a couple days for the subscribers. This will be a short one. It is, there's a reason why. Um, I ran across this because I heard it mentioned on another show. I was watching a show on ID about um, a case and this just was mentioned. And that was it, just her name. So I decided to look her up. I can't remember exactly what the show was that I was watching now, but um, today I'm drinking Java Mama Maple Brown Sugar Pie. It is so good. Um, I really like it. It's it's like I like again again like I say a lot. It's like a dessert coffee. Um, Java Mama's air roasted. I will leave the link in the show notes. We also have tea and hot cocoa seasonings and all kinds of little things too. There, I know around Christmas we had little, they're called scroops, if I'm saying the right thing, and little uh, things for snacking. And I don't know if that's still on there. We also have sugar-free syrup that you can put in your coffee and um, ice cream. Even if you don't drink coffee, those syrups go good on ice cream. So um, what I was, I, I was going to make an announcement, but I'll wait and talk at the end of this with my updates. Um, anyway, I'm going to go ahead with the episode. Sorry, I'm like blanking here. Um, this is the story of Mari, Molly Dadito. I'm not sure if I'm saying her name right. I so apologize. Dadalo. There we go. My sources are uncovered.com. And the charlieproject.org. This is what I was going to talk about. The charlieproject.org. I donated. I donate to them. And that is what I use. It helps when I get the money for Patreon and Spotify Premium. And that's what I use the money for. Is to donate to a lot of these um, sites that feature missing persons. Or other sites where they have true crime cases that I can look up and report on in more detail. But the Charlie Project's really good. I really like what they do. 
Um, it's a good place to go if there is someone missing or you want to report someone missing on there. You can post their information and how to get a hold of the people like the sheriff's office or Crime Stoppers or call a certain number. If there's a reward, they will um, post a reward for someone. That is C-H-A-R-L-E-Y project.org and I will have that link in the show notes. Okay, here we go. Molly was born on June 13th, 1982. She was a very little, she was very little. She was like a hundred pounds. I think she was like five foot, maybe five foot one. Now, in 2004, well, she was 22 years old in 2004 and she attended, she was, uh, a student at the Eastern Kentucky University and spent her summer in Indianapolis at the Indiana University for summer classes. And this was in 2004. She was from Madison, sorry, I almost said Wisconsin, Madison, Indiana, and she was staying with her brother at his apartment in Indianapolis. Um, And she was preparing for her audition on American Idol that summer of 2004 which I I did not know that. On July 6th of 2004, she went to a Wendy's near her brother's apartment on that day. She did some shopping and then went to Wendy's. And this, by the time she got to Wendy's, it was seven o'clock PM. She went there to drop off a job application and she just happened to run into a friend of her brother's who she knew um, and saw him. He noticed that she had her cell phone with her. And then later she went to a party the same apartment complex that her brother that she's staying at with her brother and she ended up leaving with a guy she met his name was john shelton now john shelton knew her friends so it was kind of like you all had the same friends and she left with him molly had called a friend from a payphone that night they they ended up at a thornton's gas station and she tried to call her friend from a payphone there This was after they ate at Taco Bell. So they ate at Taco Bell, they stopped at this gas station and it was at the 5700 block of Crawfordville Road. And they ate there, or I mean, they ate at Taco Bell, went to the gas station. She tried to call a friend of hers from the payphone, but when the friend answered, the line went dead. And this was at 11 o'clock PM, which is very odd. my paper here sorry I know that makes a noise when I'm recording um this was the last time that anyone ever heard from Molly now John Shelton said he took her home after the gas station um her brother didn't report her missing for two days and the reason why it was not unusual for Molly to be gone because she had such a busy schedule and a really big social life so there were times when she was gone and she was just busy. So two days later on July 8th was when he reported her missing. Now, of course, the investigation wasn't opened right away because Molly was an adult. She was 22. She could leave on her own accord. They didn't start right away uh, investigating. But they did find it odd that her cell phone, her, her bank card, her car money and ID were all still in the apartment. Now, remember I said she had her phone on her, on her that evening for, uh, 
her brother's friend that ran into her at Wendy's um, said that she had her cell phone with her. So the person responsible had to have have re- had to have returned her phone. So the person responsible had to have been in the apartment. That was the one odd thing that they they thought they knew something was wrong. Well, it was lagging. The investigation was lagging. So the family stepped in. Family stepped in. They got the story out. They also advocated a new law. Um, that even when adults are missing, it should be investigated right away. And it's called the Mo- the Molly Dottillo Law. And it was enacted in 2007. And then I read that it was updated in, in 2013. And I don't know what the update was because I couldn't find it. But the family ended up follow- following... Or fo- huh, if I could talk. The family filed a law, a civil lawsuit against John Shelton and his father... His father's name was Ed. And I don't think I read why his father was involved in this. But um, they claim that battery, a battery charge was their claim. And the battery led her to her death. They were both suspicious of Molly's disappearance, him and his father. A judge awarded them $3.5 million in damages. But they don't... Th- think they're going to see any of that money because John is in prison um, for he had theft traffic offenses and his license is suspended indefinitely so he's in he was in prison at least when I read this on um, one of my sources I think it was uncovered.com and his father can't be found and like I said I never found out what his father had to do with this I don't know if his father helped him in some way or was was with him at the time I mean, I don't know. I don't understand what the connection was unless he lived with his father. Um, so I don't know exactly how that came out. Um, I wish I could have found more on that. Now, in 2017, a judge signed an order declaring Molly legally dead. But no criminal charges are filed in Molly's case because they have not found her. Now, she would be 41 today. And it's just strange to me uh, that the father's missing now and Molly cannot be found all these years. Um, She's got brown hair. She had blonde highlights when she went missing. She's got green, green eyes, hazel eyes, green hazel eyes. Sometimes she wears glasses or contacts one or the other the tip of her left thumb and nail are slightly deformed and shortened and hook like and it, it, that was from a an accident she had as a kid uh, she had a dime-sized brown birthmark on the outside of her right elbow and the phone numbers to call if anybody out there knows anything crime stoppers of indianapolis or indiana uh 317-262-TIPS T-I-P-S and the number for that is for the tips is 8477 so 317-262-8477 or the Marion County Sheriff's Department at 317-327-1700 that's the numbers to call I know this was a missing persons I do like to do these because 
they need attention. This one needs attention. Something just does not seem right. I will have photos of Molly up on my Instagram. I need to look up and see if I can find a photo of John Sheldon. Um, I did not see any on my sources. So if there's any new or information that anybody has, I know it's probably a long shot with, but, but I mean, we're here in the Midwest. So not far from where I am. Um, so I just wanted to talk about this and find out if there's any other information anybody has. I also have an email I will post in the show notes. And if anybody has any other suggestions for any other cases, or if anybody knows of any, any more information on the case, um, like what happened, um, anything else, um, you can call the number. You can let me know if I need to re I need to correct anything on this. If I got something wrong, let me know if I need to, um, put any additional information on this, please let me know. Um, but I wanted to present this case and, um, I had another case I was going to talk about, which, um, is another strange one. I know I wrote it down here. I don't want, I don't want to, um, make too much noise with paper. Cause I know that's kind of a, uh, boy, let me see if I can flip through the case of Jake Millison's really long that I did on Patreon. So that's in here. Um, there was another case that I was going to talk about. Susan Ovington. I don't know if anyone's heard of this. I might just go ahead and do it on here now because it's another short one. Susan Ovington and y Yvonne Bender. And this was on websleuths.com and nbcchicago.com. And that, that I was looking at those sources and it was on September 5th of 1979 Seniors Susan and Yvonne went on an afternoon shopping trip to the mall when they went missing. Um, I don't even think I have the Skokie, Illinois. That's where this was. This was in Skokie, Illinois. Um, it's weird. I didn't write the, the town. Usually I write the town like right here at the beginning. Um, but they went missing. Dempster Street and Waukegan Road on September 5th of 1979. They were found hours later in a Cook County Forest Preserve sh shot multiple times. Um, this forest preserve was in the St. Paul Woods. They were killed around 3 o'clock p.m. They were seniors at West Niles High School in Skokie. It was supposed to be their first day of school, but a teacher strike was going on. So that pushed back the school, the... Um, that pushed back the beginning of school and the girls never got in trouble. They were average popular students. They thought this was connected to a rape in the woods. Um, there was a rape in those same woods in, in August on August 26th that year. And a guy with a knife, it, it was a, a guy with a knife forced a girl off of Dempster street, which was that exact same place. Um, Susan Ovington started sewing which and made some of her own clothes. Yvonne was a great cook and talked marriage with her boyfriend, Larry. Now, the rangers were not allowed to patrol all the areas of the forest preserve. 
Um, there was a lot of drug use and it went in a lot of drug use went on in that area. The problem with this case is it's never been solved. I will have their photos up. I don't have a phone number. I don't think I had a phone number when I looked this one up to call. <clears throat> but it is an old case and they are reopening it now. And that's why I found it. Now, if I find any information on who to call or anything about this case, I'll put it in the show notes. I see I was I was going to cover it. And then I ran on to um, Joseph Smed Smedley, who I did to, I mean, I, I had both of them and I was taking notes on both of them. And then I forgot to look up. I had to go back and look this one up again and I forgot to, but I will have, um, oh gosh, it's just horrible. 1979, this case has not been solved. So they are reopening it. And I'm going to have, like I said, I'll have all information up and I will have, um, um, photos up on my Instagram, Kelly's Coffee and Crime Check Facebook page. And of course, I'm on X, which used to be Twitter. And I was going to say the Facebook page. That's a private group. All you got to do is hit invite and or join or invite and I will let you in. I am now for 2024. I've got a day by day calendar. My husband got me for Christmas. So every day is a true crime case. And some days are a follow up to the day before because some cases are longer and have more information. And I'm sharing the day on um, the Facebook page. So every day you will see the date of the count, you know, the, the calendar where it talks about the case that's featured so you can always join that or join me on instagram and i will have all that information in the show notes um there hasn't been much going on here lately um let's see i've been off work so we'll see we watched oppenheimer we watched that movie that's pretty good i just wish i was more educated in in that type of thing to be able to follow it but it was a pretty good movie and it has all kinds of actors in it. I could not believe the actors that were in it. Um, and I think I talked about this last time was Last Night in Soho. I watched that a second time. Very good movie. Uh, very good thriller. Um, I don't think I've watched anything else. Um, the Curious Case of Natalia Grace is on back on where Natalia is talking there are three episodes. They are on Max or on ID. And wow, it's really coming out how old this girl really is and how old she really was when her adoptive parents stuck her in an apartment by herself. Gosh, so sad. It is so sad. Anyway, I just, that, that really... Ugh. But yeah, that's on, you can stream that on Max or watch it on ID and it is on now. It started on New Year's Day and there are three episodes. I think there's one left. I think it's four episodes total because I thought I saw the final one was coming on. Um, like I said, I was trying to think of anything else I've watched, but I've been watching that and I've been reading the novel, True Crime. I'm starting to kind of read a little more, trying to. 
and I'm right reading the novel room um oh, I can't even remember the name of it. it's the uh Fatty Arbuckle Fatty Arbuckle the old time comedian back in the 20s was accused of murdering and raping actress Virginia Rappé Rap Rappé I think that's how you say her name I have been obsessed with that case ever since I first heard it. The room is the room in the hotel where she died. I can't think of the number. It's 12. Ain't that horrible? That's <laughs> how I am. Numbers I'm terrible with remembering. But um, not 12, 13. It's not that. It's 12. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get off here and then I'm going to remember it. But it is the novel of, fat, of the Fatty Arbuckle and Virginia Rappé case. I am thinking of, if I can read that, it's, it's so good right now. If I can read that whole thing, I would like to feature that on my Patreon and Spotify subscription because that's one of the things I do on those um, old Hollywood cases. So, because I did um, Krista Helm and I did um, Bob Crane. I don't know if I've done any other old Hollywood ones. But... That stuff really interests me. And it's a really thick book. So I'm going to go back and try to read some today uh, before I have to leave. Because i got to leave here in a couple hours. And I want to be able to get some reading in. So that's all for today. I'm so sorry about the short, ca the short cases here. But I wanted to kind of talk about the second one in there too since I had the time. Because both these cases need attention. Both of them do. So I will have all the information up. I want everybody to have a wonderful week. This will be up early access right away today for uh, Spotify Premium and Patreon. You pay $5 and you get all the bonus episodes. There are 12 bonus episodes on there now. And you get all of them for $5. You can, you can listen to all of them. And I'm going to be doing a new one for January coming up. I'm just not sure what I'm going to do yet. I have an idea, but I'm not, I'm not sure yet. I have a whole list of different ones. So that is all for today. Everybody have a wonderful week and a wonderful weekend. And I will see you next time.